0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson. I am joined, as always, by my brother, Jacob Johnson. Hello. And he is back in Pennsylvania. I am in the wonderful state of South Dakota. And um, we are very happy to be doing our show today. Our Monday episode, as always is current events and we have a lot to get into so I'm very excited for this. Thank you all as the audience so so much for listening to us. We really appreciate it. Um go to trdshow.net. That's our show website. TRD show, Trdshow.net. If you haven't been there yet, pause this video. Go check it out. Trdshow.net. Uh, we got all sorts of cool, cool stuff on there. And if you're curious about what this show is and what it entails, that's the best place to go to find out about more about our show and its mission. Also, we have an about page where all of that is. We also have Our newsletter, all of our newsletter stuff can be found on that website as well, which you'll probably want to sign up for. It's a great, great newsletter. We're adding more to it in the future. So if you're not already on that list, get on it as soon as possible. Um, (laughs) also send us an email because we want to hear from you as the audience. It can be like a one-sided conversation sometimes. And we know there's people out there listening to us somewhere and, um, you know, we want to know who you are and what you think about our show's content and some of the things that we've been talking about. So send us an email at TRDShow at And if you think that's cumbersome or bulky, go to our website, trdshow.net, and uh, we've got a message thing at the bottom, all sorts of ways. You have no excuse. You can get our attention with a comment in lots of ways. All right, like I said earlier. It is current events Monday, so we've obviously got a lot of current events to talk about. And um, I don't know about you, Jake, but I'm talking about space bubbles. Space bubbles today, <laughs> which is apparently a thing. Um, what do you got? Is illegal, it, is it? illegal searches and seizures and... Uh, wow. But it's not space yeah. bubbles, but it's no, it might yeah. be worse in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got a lot to talk about, but before we get to all that... As always, we have to talk about our verse of the week, and our verse this week is Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8, which says, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. And again, that was Colossians chapter two, verses six through eight. So a lot in this verse as always. But one thing that I want to highlight, uh, two things, actually, I always say one thing and it like snowballs into like five, (laughs) because there's so much here. Uh, In two verses of scripture, you're going to pull out so many things. Um, But one of the things actually ties really well into our discussion on apologetics coming up on Wednesday, which you don't want to miss that episode. But at the beginning, it says, As you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. As you received him, and how do we receive Christ? In faith, by the working of the Holy Spirit. In that same way, walk in him. Rooted up, built in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught. So this is pulling in a lot of different things. First of all, this is highlighting the importance of having good teachers. This is highlighting the importance of having good influences on your life. As you were taught... I mean, Paul here wouldn't say, you know, walk in Christ the way you were taught if you weren't taught correctly how to walk in Christ. So it's important that we are taught correctly, that we're surrounded by people. And if you're in a position of teaching, like a pastor or an elder or whatever position you're in, make sure that what you're teaching lines up with scripture and that you're teaching people how to walk in Christ so that this verse can be true for them as well, right? So that as you receive Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Thankful for the wisdom, the, the, the incredible, unfathomable wisdom given to us in scripture. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit. And a huge part of that we're going to get to on Wednesday. I mean, when you... Put the Bible, the Word of God, all the authority that's in Christ, the treasures of wisdom and knowledge that are hidden in Him, when you put that on the shelf, you are running into that deceit. You are being held captive by that philosophy that says, ah, we don't need that. We don't need the Word of God. Has God really said, which is the devil's favorite line, we don't really need the Bible in order to prove the existence of God, do we? I mean, can we really do that? Uh, yes, because the Bible is the only holy infallible, uh, uh, revelation given to us by God. Um, so we're going to get more into that, like I said on Wednesday, but all of this is, is really important. And the whole message of this verse is go to the word of God to know how to walk as you receive Christ Jesus, the Lord. So walk in him. So, and really this couples nicely with, uh, what we're our Friday discussion is, which is what does go there for mean? We're going to talk more about that, but, all of this is talking about going to scripture for the answers to our problems, the answers to our questions, and the answers for how to live our life. Anything, Jake, you'd like to add to that before we move on to our current events?
1: Very few things, very small things. Yeah, go ahead. But uh, I, I, like, I like the wording there, and I specifically look at that wording in in that just that one phrase, so walk in him. Mm. And... I think it's vitally important that we understand that word walk, right? We're that's action. Ooh, We're taking yes. action there. Good call. Yep. So walk in him. Yep. We're not so sit and listen. <laughs> yes. So sit in him. Yep. So walk in him. Mm. Right. We are to walk. We are to go and go. Therefore. Right? Yes. Um, so I, I just, I, I think we get confused on that wording. Or we don't look at that wording and we don't understand what it means. Or we just, like, we pass by it. Yep. But we are to walk in him. Right. Great point. And that's also a continuous thing that goes on throughout our entire lives. So that, if we walk in him and we are rooted in scripture, Mm. we will not be taken captive, as it says, closer to the end. Yep. We will
0: not be taken captive by philosophy and empathy. Yes. That's fantastic really great parallel and, and great point to bring up too. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, with that, as always, Jake, we'll have you go first for our current events. I am really excited to hear more about this whole, uh, uh, uh what, what is it again? <laughs> <The legal searches laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: well, that's, that does that's not sound great. One, that's just one thing of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about two different things, but as it pertains to gun rights and stuff, um this is not something that I typically talk talk about but um when it comes to illegal to illegal uh court cases and laws and all that kind of stuff this is this is kind of in my alley. But um first of all right we we have I have an article here that reads warrantless ATF state police show up at man's house and demand to see his firearms. Oh my goodness. Now, wow just like I'll I'll get into this and how this is a legal search and seizure but um so first of all what happened is in Delaware and of course as we <laughs> all know Delaware it's Delaware yeah but the big president Biden came from Delaware didn't he yeah i think yeah. so um but ATF which is the Bureau of Alcohol Tobacco and Firearms showed up at someone's door requesting to see his guns
0: what's and- question 1 <clears throat> why does that exist what? Question one, why does that exist
1: <laughs> in all of these I know, situations? I don't, yeah, I do not care for these other organizations that are a part of the, the government to just get around the constitutional mm. uh, rights that people have. Yep. But, yes. but first of all, I asked, why did they show up? What's the reason? Why mm. why are they doing this? Right? What's the innocent and benign reason, as Steve Dace would say? <laughs> yes. Um but the reason they showed up is because the man had bull- bought I think it was seven firearms yeah. since January. Mm. And so Oh, how dare just- he exercise his Second Amendment right? <coughs> well, I mean Right, exactly. Right. That's that's the that's the whole thing. It's like you are you're you're still tracking them as to who buys gun and who who doesn't, assuming that they don't have a right to buy those guns. Yep but but i mean okay and and we look at the innocent and benign reason for this is because he bought that many firearms they are just they they just want to check to make sure he still has them <laughs> so he's not just buying them and giving them off to another person <laughs> wow um but uh and there's there's a word for that it was create a straw
0: oh yeah yep um but but it's like um, a front man for a black mm-hmm. arms like black market arms dealership sort of deal. Right, yeah. right, right, right. But um now,
1: talking about this and, and this isn't necessarily going into firearms, but just really anything <coughs> that they that they get involved in like when they come to somebody's house or they they're trying to search something and we come to a search and seizure seizure like this. Um but they're requesting to see his guns, um but constitutionally, they are not allowed in the house or allowed to inspect the guns unless the owner gives them permission to do so
0: mm right, so right then and there, could he have just said, nah, I'm denying this like unless come back with a warrant, warrant. yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, come back if you if you really want to see my guns, come back with a warrant now, a warrant and I think also this is another problem that happens a lot is that they can just go to the judge and get a warrant for anything, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but in order for them to have a warrant, they need to have <clears> – <throat> they need to show the judge that this is actually – this could be a problem. Yeah. That, that um, this person is doing something suspicious or doing something wrong, which they're coming to his house first without a warrant, meaning – the person really isn't doing anything wrong. They already know ah, that person isn't doing anything well, wrong. They're just checking to see if that person
0: knows their constitutional rights. They want to collect dirt on him mm-hmm. that then maybe later they can then take to a judge. and
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and there's so much wording that these cops use that is very, like, it can make you scared. Because in, in the article itself, and I would seriously suggest you read this. Yes. Uh, people read this because... It goes through the exact dialogue, going through word by word, through the recording, as to each thing that each person says.
0: Mm. Nice. Yeah.
1: And the wording is very, like, the the cops are trying to scare this person. Yep. And I think it is very, like, I, I say... That he shouldn't have... He shouldn't do anything... Or he should say this or that... But really when you're in that situation... In the moment.
0: Hard. Yep.
1: But <clears throat> the homeowner did show them... One of his guns. Hmm. Uh, and then he asked... Do I seriously have to... Show you the rest of them? And the officers said... And the officers left at that point. Wow. <clears throat> Which
0: to That's me... That's surprising.
1: To me, I would find this a little bit more incriminating. Because he only showed one of his guns. If you hadn't shown them any guns at all, they would have been like, Oh, he just doesn't want to show us any of them. And then they'll they'll walk away and either they'll get a warrant or they'll move on. But here now, he's showing one of his guns, but he doesn't want to show the others. (laughs) Yeah. That that to me is a little bit more suspicious, and possibly causing the police to go get a warrant, possibly causing the judge to give them a warrant. Yeah, yep,
0: yeah, that's pretty crazy. Oh, and before you go further, I do want to, because you know, you guys in the audience, Jake's been over there coughing a little bit. Uh, He's got COVID, so he's joined the the fun COVID party. Um, So (laughs) not nervous, but uh, you know. And that, that cough was on cue for dramatic effect. So (laughs) not nervous or anything, but figured we'd point that out. Cause guess we, guess what? Like next week he's going to be dead probably. Right. Mm -hmm. Given, given the odds, 99 point some percent odds of you surviving, but you'll probably be dead by next week. Mm -hmm. So that's what happens when you don't get the shot. Because I don't have the vaccine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Side rail figured I mentioned that. So if you hear him coughing, no, he's, he's fine. He's got COVID. Well, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm going to
1: pass it back over to you, Bruce. Oh, okay. Because um, I hear that you have a lot to talk about as well.
0: Oh, sure. I did. Did, did you have one other article that you wanted to chat I about? I did. Okay. I did have another article. Well, but We I think are halfway through. Okay. Cool. Well, maybe unless, we can. Unless you
1: really want me to go over that other article.
0: Um, yeah, well, okay, so first of all, I do want to say this was a super interesting conversation. And I really love when you bring up um, all of these legal type considerations, you know, because I think so much of this we can gloss over because there's, you know, wording that we maybe don't understand. Um, Let's face it, we as American people aren't exactly super duper knowledgeable when it comes to our rights. But I don't no, if you remember jake but when we were going through boy scouts one of the things we had to do for one of our merit badges or maybe it was actually just a rank in general was we had to memorize some of the our rights like that was literally one of the things they were like hey we need you to memorize five of your constitutional rights and prove to us that you know them because nobody knows them like that was one of the requirements uh, that we had to do to get a rank in boy scouts mm-hmm. so talking about these sorts of things is really um Really good. So I'm I'm glad you keep bringing these kinds of conversations up.
1: Yeah, illegal searches and seizures come directly from a constitutional amendment, Mm. saying that we should be safe in our persons, places, yes, uh, papers, and effects. Yep, and that entails a whole. I think that's the fourth, right? Your
0: house as well. What is that? That's like the Fourth Amendment, I think, or. I don't know exactly. Those. It may be. We were even, talking about that it, last year during the fall when Apple was doing its thing, where it was invading your privacy and looking at your photos mm-hmm. and all of that, uh, and then giving yeah. that that evidence to the police. And so we were like, uh, "Well, now technically they're working with the cops, so that means they fall under those amendments." You know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, very cool. Great conversation. Thanks for bringing that up. And then if we have some time at the end, I'd love to hear that uh, second article as, as well. Or we'll probably just also link it in the description to yes. research as well. Yep. So very cool. Thank you very much, Jake. Really, really appreciate it. Um, so what I want to talk about is actually the World Economic Forum, bum, 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 the scary organization, which, yes, don't get me wrong, is horrifying um, and is evil. Uh, We're going to talk about exactly why, but we're also going to talk about some of the solutions and why you maybe shouldn't be so afraid of it. But we'll get to that later. First of all, the headline. World Economic Forum releases video pushing for the use of, (laughs) you heard it right, space bubbles to block out the sun, reducing climate change. Space bubbles. Now, they want to control these uh, space bubbles up in our atmosphere to prevent the sun from shining on particular areas of the Earth, essentially giving them control of the sun. Sounds like a great idea right there, guys. Um, so, climate change. This Unless is... we move to Mars, then they're going to need to put a whole new set of space bubbles up. <laughs> yes, <coughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, Musk is on that, so keep going. Um, climate change is one of these ideas. It, it's one of those uh, religious Honestly, it turns into a cult. Religious ideas, it's the idea that humans are responsible for changing our environment in horrific ways that will wipe out life on earth. Basically, the idea that God isn't the one in control, we are. We ultimately are the ones who have control. We aren't stewards. We are in complete control. Um, Global warming, cooling, weirding, whatever the heck they want to call it. They keep changing the terms just to keep us on our toes, just so that... We don't. When we figure out one thing, we're like, "Yep, all right, nope, it doesn't exist." Global cooling, not real. Warming, not re- not real. Now they're like weirding. Boom, take that. <laughs> it's like uh, so we don't even know what they mean anymore. Um, but it's their excuse to exponentially increase the authority of the civil government. It has also provided yet another way for us to worship the creature rather than the creator. And that's from Romans chapter 1, verse 25. I mean, that's human history. That's what we do. (laughs) We don't want to worship God. Our rebellious hearts, since from the fall of man, now want to worship ourselves and the creatures, not the one who created it all. So this global warming climate change garbage has been used as a fear tactic and a way to cede more and more power over to the experts, and anyone who's lived through 2020 should by this point know that we shouldn't just flat out trust the experts to tell us everything about our lives, which is what they want to do. But anyways, this, it's been used to give all of this power over to the experts who now get to tell you how to live all the way down to how much water or electricity you should use in your own house. Like these, these people want complete control over your life. Absolute power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. There it is. I got it. I I, I knew i get it eventually.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, So, World Economic Forum. Okay. This WEF with King Nimrod levels of arrogance is attempting to construct a future where they are the ones in control of everything. Everything. Literally. As the article points out, the WEF World Economic Forum has plans to control the human population size oh, so that's great, uh, control the livestock population size, and replace that po- that livestock with synthetic meat that they, presumably, will be the ones producing. So now you have to go to them for, for your food, um, thereby determining who gets to eat and who doesn't. Total surveillance over everyone. They want to surveil everything you're doing, and much, much more. They want to become God. They want to be everywhere. They want to be omnipresent omniscient they want control over everything they are trying to take on the attributes of god and i mean
1: um i when when i hear this and when i think about this i I go back to um adam and eve Mm. right we we come to the fruit of the tree of good good and evil and how how satan tempts them is saying you could become like God, yeah, right, and and ultimately that's that's what we want. We want we want to become like God, but realizing through and, and through the basic gospel, we understand we cannot, we yep. can never become like God, right? Um, but but even even funnier is understanding that if we obey God, <clears throat> we become more like God, mm, Christ like, in being
0: in. In being Christ-like. Yeah, right? We, less of us, more of him. Yeah, mm-hmm, Yeah, exactly. that's a really good point to bring up as well, is that we want to be less of us. We want to be more like Christ. We want to take on his attributes of love, mercy, righteousness, and turn from sin to become that. But what they want is the power of God coupled exactly. with their rebellious, sinful hearts. That's what they want. So they want parts of God, but they don't want all of God. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good distinction. Thanks for bringing that up, Jake. Um, so, yeah, I mean, continuing th- throughout history, throughout human history, uh, and even into our own personal lives every single day, we have always sought out ways to go against the perfect wisdom of God. We don't want to be restrained by the perfect and holy laws of God. We want to be autonomous, which as we've learned in from Greg Bonson's book means a law unto ourselves. We want to be the law. We don't want to and a lot of times, especially I mean if you remember back to your childhood days, it was more overt, but we always think of rules as something that restrains us from having fun. It holds us back. It keeps us from having a good time. But what we actually find is that when there are boundaries, um, it actually makes things better <laughs> when there are rules, when there are set times for different things um it actually makes life that much better and and, um, and if it's that way for humans, imagine how it is with God and his perfect boundaries, perfect laws yeah
1: I was <clears throat> a little while back when I was still in high school, I was writing a paper about um the love of money mm. and you, you 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 find that. People strive for money thinking that it will give them happiness. Yes. But you find that when money isn't your goal, not not the obtaining not that obtaining money is bad, <clears throat> but that when it becomes your goal, it's no longer happiness. It no longer no longer becomes something that'll make you happy. Hmm. But if you are striving for someone for something else, if you're striving for God and his perfect law. Then you'll find true, fulfilling happiness, yes, and yeah. yeah, and that's a little bit different than worldly happiness, yes, but true, fulfilling happiness will fill the void that we we have in our hearts, but right? yep so yep.
0: yeah and and the the crazy thing is is that from the outside from the unbelievers' perspective, the very things that seem to restrain us and seem to hold us back from doing what we want to do, thankfully. Are the very same things that will give us that happiness, um, but you know this whole idea of them wanting to throw off those bounds, wanting to let loose of the chains of God's law that they 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 view as chains. But we as Christians realize that they're gracious; they they they're restraining us from far far worse. This should sound familiar to us as Christians. This theme. Um, it's actually described in, in Psalms chapter two, verses two through three. Um, and, and that says, the, the kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed saying, catch this next part, let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. They want to be, uh, and I'll put this in air quotes, free from the bonds of God. They want to do what they want to do. They want to be a law unto themselves. This, rebellion, which is what it is, it's cosmic rebellion against God, um, does God have an answer to that? Does does he just sit there and take it, or does he actually have something to say about it? Uh, is God, and is his kingdom threatened by these fools? That's the biblical definition of who, what these people are. They're, they're biblical fools. Verse 4 of Psalms chapter 2 says, He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. The psalm goes on to say that Christ is the true king of kings, appointed by God over all other kings, and that he will smash these rebellious nations like a clay pot with an iron rod. That, that's the imagery here. In his perfect justice, that's what will be done to these fools, these people who think that they can become God. Finally, Psalms chapter 2 concludes with a warning. And it says, now, therefore, O kings, be wise, be warned, O rulers of the earth, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. So the next time a Christian tells you that the word of God doesn't apply to civil government, that uh, uh, kings and presidents shouldn't bow down to Christ, that we need a separation between church and state, open up Psalms chapter 2. (laughs) have them read through Psalms chapter two, and then the rest of the word of God. And you'll clearly see that God is calling us to call the nations to obey him. And there are consequences for nations that don't. As he did to King Nimrod, the ruler of Babylon before it fell, Romulus Augustus, the last ruler of Rome, and Hitler, and we saw how that ended up, God will dash these wicked men with an iron rod once their purpose has been served. And right now, we can, I think, see some glimpse of the purpose of the WEF, and it's to wake us up. It's to call us to action. It's to say, hey, if you don't get to work, this is going to happen to you. Your country will be controlled by these wicked people as judgment for not doing what God has called you to do. This should call us to action as Christians. The takeaway is don't get distracted by the next shiny apocalypse. God is in control of it and has called us to get to work. This doesn't mean we shouldn't prepare, right? doesn't mean we should not be concerned and understand what's going on, but we should understand the nature of that. Where is that coming from? Why is that there? And what does that mean for us? Uh, Most of us don't have direct control over what happens in the WEF, the World Economic Forum, but we do have control over our children, churches, and local civil governments. We do have control. God has given us control over those things right now. Work where God has called you to work. Work where he has placed you right now, and work knowing that his kingdom will come and his kingdom will be done here on earth as it is done in heaven. And so that should be our vision. That should be what we are striving for. That should be our goal. Every day we wake up and say, how can I work for the kingdom of God today? And that's Mm -hmm. hard to do, especially if you're all alone, which is why God has given us a church and he's given us a group of a body of fellow believers who can encourage us, sharpen us as iron sharpens iron and call us to go to work for the kingdom. Is there uh, anything, Jake, that you'd like to add before we wrap up? Well, I mean, <clears throat> when I think of this, it, it harkens back to the verse that
1: we had for last week in Second uh, Peter's saying that God has given us all that we, have, all that we need. Mm, so yes. we, we shouldn't be afraid. But obviously, we, we take that verse into account with also what we find almost the entirety of Proverbs saying, be wise. Yes. Right? Yep. We are to be wise, but also understand that God has given us all that we need.
0: Yes. Right. Yes. Great point. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, go therefore, <laughs> as we'll be talking about a lot this week. Um, all right. Awesome. And with that, we are finished with our Monday episode. Thank you all so, so much for listening to us today. We really appreciate it. Go to trdshow.net. That's our show website. Check us out there. Also, you'll want to send us an email. Send us an email at trdshow@protonmail.com at with your thoughts about the topics we covered today, the news article we covered today, and any commentary that we had. We just really want to hear from you. So even if it's, uh, hey, you should look into this, or if it's, uh, hey, we appreciate what you said, but here's a different perspective, we want to hear all of those things because it also helps us build our discussion topic episodes. We're going to be starting a new series within... Uh, Starting, I think, this week into next week and the week after, on uh, essentially go there for. What does it mean to work for the kingdom of God? What does that look like from three different perspectives? So, that was actually brought on. Uh, that topic idea stemmed from a comment we got on our Facebook page. So, we are listening and uh, we always try and take your uh, commentary and your uh, input and feedback into. Uh, uh, consideration as we're putting together our episodes. So we're looking forward to hearing from you. Follow us on Instagram now, Facebook, Gab, Getter, all sorts of places. Go to trdshow.net to find links to all of those places and more. And we will see you on our Wednesday episode. And remember, everyone, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord.